Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of... For the Radio! In today's episode, we've got some stories to talk about. In case you aren't subscribed, you definitely should do so. Subscribe down there, hit the bell to get all notifications. That way you'll always be notified and get the forever news. I got all the scoop. Definitely subscribe, hit that bell, and enjoy. Okay, people, for starters, we got the weekly Shonen Jump author comments. We'll be taking a look at those. We also got the full results of the latest Black Clover popularity poll. I said in one of my latest videos that we were going to be talking about it, but we got the full-on results, not just the top three um and it's an interesting list to say the least we got a couple of pieces of one piece news one of which is to celebrate the latest accomplishments of one piece with volumes um it's a very interesting art piece but also we got an update on the success of every volume of one piece not just the accumulative but something really epic that one piece has done very big that one piece has done so we'll be taking a look we got a small preview for the manga that i said in the last episode of forever news that i'm not particularly excited for it's coming to shonen jump but we'll take a look but yeah i don't know people 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 no we'll talk about it we got the top 50 selling manga it was of last week but they came a little late i didn't get my hands on them so we're still going to be taking a look at it we got a little update on the latest dragon quest anime the adventures of die and what's going on there with the recent passing of kentaro miura we have an unfortunate cancellation to announce of a project that was under his tutelage we got the my hero academia movie and an update on that an interesting story on Yu-Gi-Oh in particular something regarding Kaiba and I don't know I found this to be interesting and funny but we'll, we'll take a look just know Yu-Gi-Oh and Kaiba and another interesting article um regarding Attack on Titan being a trash can we'll, we'll say that Attack on Titan is a trash can watch the segment before you say for Nev, how could watch it an update on world's end harem it seems as though that series has lately just been like non-stop with big news and a lot of people are really flocking to it so we're gonna talk about it we got the top 10 selling series of the week big update for kochikame big update for jump festa 2022 and some people are very mad and upset about the announcement for jump festa 2022 because well we'll get into it and I, I can't blame them i ain't gonna lie small updates for series like me and roboco something that they're doing there alongside another update for two love rue rather than them going with ayakashi triangle the author's latest work they're doing something for two love rue but okay update for mission yozakura family so that's something interesting i don't really cover that one too much but i've seen some people saying yo cover it whenever there's news for it so we're gonna cover it an update on the dire situation of some of the latest serializations in shonen jump and it's looking bad all the way around not just for the Hunter's Guild Red Hood, mind you. Yeah, we'll talk. Big updates for Dragon Ball superheroes or Super Dragon Ball heroes and something really cool, even though I don't really care for the anime too much, but the Dragon Ball heroes anime, something really big just happened with a character that I absolutely love from Dragon Ball Super, so I wanted to cover a little bit of it. We got a couple of pieces of Gundam news, including new anime series as well as new film. Something that is really random that I can't even believe that is actually happening regarding a very old work of the 
author of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Hirohiro Araki, and a sequel that's happening, but it's not, it's a very weird story, but we're, we're gonna cover it. And one of the goats out there, Naoki Urasawa, is doing something he's never done before that is up our alley. If you're a fan of any, you know, jump shueisha type of titles, this is a big, big move for Naoki Urasawa, one of the most legendary authors out there. So we're gonna talk. And yeah, people, those are the stories we have for today's episode. Without further ado, let's jump into another exciting episode of Porno Radio! The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. No matter how you Okay, people, let's start this bad boy off with a bang. Let's read the weekly Shonen Jump author comments. Okay, for starters, we got Undead Unluck, Yoshifumi, Tozuka. They said, lead color pages. Thank you so much. It was so fun drawing all the under characters. So that's why it's at top because it probably had, you know, lead color page. I believe it even had the cover of the magazine for that issue as well. So shout out to Undead Unluck. Then Richido Inagaki, the author of Dr. Stone, said, seeing my kids get excited over this week's Dr. Stone chapter makes me happy that I'm in a shonen magazine oh my god i can only imagine what that feeling must be like yo shout outs to inagaki moving forward you say matsui the elusive samurai i bought six liters of cheap whiskey for emergency what emergency use the plan is to use a whiskey aging stick and then enjoy it if the worst happens yo what what's gonna happen that you need all this whiskey fam like what okay um yeah <laughs> we got hajime komodo author of marshall magic and muscles they said i would do all of my summer vacation homework on the last day while crying yeah me too no nah, unfortunately i would do that shit and i'd get an a and people would bitch about it because i would brag about like yo i did all of this yesterday and they would be like huh how what like yo why why is he doing so well because i'm that dude all right next up we got yuki tabata author of black clover he said congratulations to one piece for 100 volumes the joy of being able to celebrate this milestone when i've been reading it since seventh grade is great that is awesome shout out to tabata sounds like he's in good spirits sounds like he's you know excited to be back and yeah once again shout outs to one piece 100 volumes yo crazy shit we got ichiro oda creator of one piece he said thank you so much for vivi's adventure komi-san the girls were so cute i was overwhelmed awesome stuff i, I hope that he wrote that though like i'm just saying like you know i don't want anything to conflict with stuff and then people you know read the one shot and be like oh but this is what you know what i'm saying gege akutami author of jujutsu Kaisen said, I'm from the Sam Raimi generation, so I went, whoa, when Dr. Octopus showed up. Yeah, same here. I ain't gonna lie. I'm always, even though people shitted on, especially Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire and, you know, the meme of him trying to act like a badass and shit. I love those films. I grew up on those films, so I totally agree with Gege when I say, that's my era right there, fam. Like the other ones, the homecoming ones, and to be honest with you, I've been out of the loop of Spider-Man for so freaking long. I know that there was like, I think there was like a reboot, and then it got scrapped, and then another reboot, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's how badly I'm off with everything. I know, but um, yeah, Sam Raimi generation. Woo. And wrapping things off, Yuki Kawaguchi, author of the Hunters Guild, Red Hood, said, Boichi Sensei, thank you. I'm overjoyed. Seriously, I'll keep working hard to improve because in the last author comments, 
Boichi, the artist of Dr. Stone, gave compliments to the Hunter's Guild Red Hood. I hope this is something good, even though, again, um, Hunter's Guild Red Hood was ranked last in the last issue of Shonen Jump. Hopefully, this could mean something great. People saw like, oh, Boichi's supporting it. We need to support this shit, too. Come on, man. Save Hunter's Guild Red Hood, damn it. And yeah, people, those are the weekly Shonen Jump author comments. Um interesting stuff okay people next up we got the full-on results for the black clover popularity poll we just recently had there's more to it to be honest with you i can't read every freaking name because there's a ridiculous amount of names on here i'm going to read the top 30 at the very least the ones that have pictures so that that's the best i can do right now fam starting off at number 30 we've got lasita aka asta's mom like shout outs to lasita i thought with the anime and everything pushing it that lasita probably would have been higher but i ain't gonna be mad at it because that kind of makes sense at the same time you know this happened a while ago in the manga and in the anime at this point so yeah then number 29 we got dorothy 28 adult julius 27 charmy 26 leopold okay uh 25 is i want to say that's nox brother if i'm not mistaken i believe that's actually nox brother uh 24 Fuegoleon, 23, Longris. I wouldn't be surprised if this was taken now, if Longris would actually shoot up to top 10. I'm just saying. 22, very, very criminal. 22 should not be 22. I gotta just keep it real. Why is Monica only 22? What 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 happened? Who dropped the ball over there in Japan? What? <laughs> Monica, only 22. Amazing. 21, Nozelle. Wrapping up the top 20 zora uh yeah that, that sounds about right to wrap up the top 20 then 19 finral 18 william vengeance i am shocked as hell william vengeance is even on here like he should be like i don't know number 50 or something who's really thinking about william vengeance i mean i guess considering he's technically a part of like the crux of black clover right now like he's a very important asset to everything that's going on so it would kind of make sense to have him here but vengeance like I, i'm not worried about vengeance i'm worried about yami right now okay i'm worried about like if something happens to yami if one hair is harmed on Yami's head shit is gonna be war vengeance eh, have him <laughs> I know people like to say it was Patri it wasn't vengeance vengeance let Patri and hid the secret of Patri in his mind I'm just saying I'm, j I'm still bitter I'm still bitter number 17 Magna honestly Magna had one of the best moments of all of this arc right now so I don't know I would have probably put him at the very least number 10 so far these results aren't too bad I ain't gonna lie these results aren't too bad but uh, I, I put Magna a little bit up there I'm just saying number 16 i want to say that this is that character that is based off of uh that pop idol if i'm not mistaken what is it maku makusa maksa come on that was just uh, his fans voted for him which i ain't gonna lie if i had the opportunity to have you guys vote for me to be in a character popularity poll in black clover hells yeah <laughs> please do but yeah so eh, he's living out his dreams at number 16 number 15 shenron i mean <laughs> stop the bitterness today fenev okay stop the bitterness number 15 mimosa 14 leave we haven't seen leave do too much so i'm not surprised by it number 13 xenon 12 mario leona 11 this shocked the shit out of me why is kahona i believe that's the name is from the water temple why the hell is she at 11 if anything switch her with mario leona like what, what's going on here why is kahona people must really like them some kahona i'm just saying like what the hell then top 10 baby top 10 which top 10 has some characters that haven't been relevant in a, in a little bit but number 10 nero i, I want to see more nero in the manga it's been a little bit number nine one of the main characters it's kind of crazy you know only nine eh, that, that kind of makes sense though because like you know i don't know i've been seeing a lot of slander too a lot of hate towards you know recently number eight 
Charlotte. Okay, that's about right. Number seven. Wow, what a major fall from grace, but at the same time, can you blame it? At the end of the day, the character hasn't been in the manga in what, a year or two now? Yeah, I want to say it's been probably a year, if not more. Ayami, uh, Yami Sukehiro, the, the, the goat, honestly, my favorite character in all of Black Clover. Um, number seven, I ain't gonna lie, it's still respectable considering the man hasn't even had nothing in the manga. This is just straight off of raw, passionate fans. I love this dude. So, shout outs to Lucky Number seven yami number six ghost how the fuck you got go i don't give a fuck if ghost was more recent than the manga than yami well, how is ghost over yami like who's dropping the ball here fam number five luck Eh, looks a cool dude. Why not? Four shocked me. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'm mad at it, but it's like, really? Four? Dante? Like, people must have really loved that swagger and that debonair that he has of, you know, just being an evil piece of shit. I liked Dante when he first showed up more than later on down the road. Like, when he fought Asta and Yami and, you know, he lost and shit like that. I preferred him before that when he was just like there, like, yo, I'm gonna take Vanessa and Oteca and any shorty, I'm gonna take y'all, y'all mine now. Like, dude was on some crazy, wild shit when he first showed up then afterward he kind of became a typical mustache twirler but hey the japanese fans have spoken dante number four and then the top three which we kind of already covered a little bit in my black clover um latest chapter video go watch that now mate go check it out uh number three knocked he's been a very very heavy and vital character in all of this number two which is crazy you would think that'd be number one asta the main character which he's been a part of damn near everything and then number one it must be because lately she's just been dominating lately she's been everywhere lately she's had a lot of fan service so you're gonna add those motherfuckers i love that fan service too number one in a very very interesting um look to say the least we've got noelle silver which honestly realistically speaking character wise she has been on fire the last year or so just think back you know the first fight that she had with vonica then now the rematch with vonica her stepping up to the plate all the hatred that she took from the silver family and everything to come from that to, yeah, you, you deserve what, what what you got right there. Number one, absolutely. Shoutouts to Noel Silver and just shoutouts to everybody in Black Clover. I ain't gonna lie, like very very interesting list, but I ain't gonna lie. Most of the time, I'm a very contrarian when it comes to these popularity poll lists, like the Attack on Titan one. I was really like, oh, why? Who voted for these motherfuckers? But the Black Clover one, I ain't, I ain't mad at it. All of it makes sense for the most part. Like Yami was like what number one or two last time. Yeah, he's gonna drop. He hasn't been around for quite some time. Maybe you could argue a few of them. Like I, again, I, I'd put Magna top 10 top 5 maybe even because he had one of the best moments and one of the most strategic battles in this arc so far but yeah that's the black clover popularity poll curious what you guys think any characters that you would put up you would lower down uh i still don't think how the fuck is ghost over yami i'm just saying that that's one of the only ones i'd be like huh okay people next up we got a couple of pieces of one piece news two pieces of one piece hey no <laughs> okay for starters we got this i believe it's called 100 views a poster of one piece to celebrate like the uh, 100th volume and all this jazz and oh my god this poster just looks so freaking incredible from having all the latest stuff from wano like odin and yamato to of course you know luffy and the gang it's just like so many really awesome characters shido hoshi whitebeard i, I, I don't, i'm not gonna say everybody in the series is in here because it's freaking picture would be humongous but it got shanks it got garp it got Blackbeard, A, Sabo, like this is incredible. I would love to have a big ass. As a matter of fact, I might look into seeing if I could order this as like a wall scroll of some sorts because that shit would be. Oh, imagine having this like a wrap around through your room. Maybe if you even got to loop it a couple times, get like three or four of them just to wrap it around your room. This shit looks epic. I would love that. I ain't gonna lie. Just 
One Piece greatness. I don't know. Lately, I've, I've been, maybe it's Wano is really heating up right now. Maybe it's the fact that I marathon the anime. And if you ever marathon any content of One Piece, uh, you usually fall back in love with this shit. But yeah, I, I need this in my life. I'm just saying like in physical form, not just this digital image that looks great too. Then also in One Piece news, apparently every volume of One Piece has sold a million copies plus. A hundred volumes has sold a million copies plus at the very least with each volume. It says every One Piece manga volume has sold over one million copies physically. And this article is, of course, courtesy of Crunchyroll. According to Japanese tracking company Oricon, who tracks the physical releases of media in Japan, with the release of the historic hundredth volume of the One Piece manga, all 100 volumes has physically sold one million copies, according to the platform, as well as has had 50 of the latest 51 volumes debut at first place on the manga ranking charts with only Jujutsu Kaisen's 16th volume ranking above One Piece's 99th volume earlier this year. I, I still can't even, what, what an upset, I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to Jujutsu Kaisen, but is it really an upset when we're doing these numbers, you know, 20-something years down the road? I'm just saying, perspective, people. Another Oricon record that One Piece currently holds is that it's the only series to have a volume debut at first place every year since tracking started 14 years ago, with Attack on Titan coming up second with a volume debuting at number one over 11 years. Attack on Titan is also the second Second most series with each volume over 1 million copies sold at 34 volumes. Naruto at third. Yo, Naruto still, man. And it's been over for seven years, baby. Naruto at third place with 31 volumes. Haikyuu at fourth place with 31 volumes. And Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba at 25 volumes, including special releases that also sold over 1 million copies. In total, One Piece has printed physically and sold digitally at least 490 million copies around the world. Oricon only tracks the physical sales at some, but not all retailers, meaning that likely each volume has sold more than 1 million volumes each. Oh my god, which... I ain't gonna lie, it's to be expected. One Piece, like, I'll never forget, which Demon Slayer came, in, what was it, last year, I think, and, you know, Dominator or whatever, but a lot of people don't remember how that felt. I remember how that felt. I remember that it was very, very majorly impactful. You couldn't escape One Piece, and I loved every second of it because that was around the time that I got really heavily invested into One Piece, and I loved it. Like, it was 2010, like, the year before, where I started falling in love with One Piece, and the rest is history so shout outs to one piece every volume over a million copies sold do you know how hard that is to do only one piece insane like literally only one piece like it's the only one to do 100 volumes a million each crazy next up just a small preview image um just a general preview of the new manga to come to shonen jump p p p p p p by mapolo number three and here's a color preview and it says the series and manga also has an official twitter account at mapolo three underscore off and the character designs, they look I. It looks like some work in progress type of deal that like 100 chapters from now, 200 chapters from now, if it was to survive, it would go. A few people reminded me of the fact, because I did take music classes when I was younger, that the PPP is basically like a silent thing as it continues on. It's quieter and quieter. So maybe, who knows, maybe he's deaf. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's like a, a deaf pianist or some shit. That would be interesting. Like there's some, I, I think I was a little too harsh and I didn't really get backlash. So it's not like I'm trying to retract because at the end of the day, I'm still not oh my god i'm gonna check it out i can't freaking wait but maybe they could do something really interesting where he's like a deaf pianist but he's really trying to body it and he's trying to figure things out and he's dealing with other relationships like there's a lot of things that they could do to make it interesting i ain't gonna lie it's still the name isn't hitting at all and just people trying to be pianists and stuff like that it isn't the most oh my god grabbing me especially when the name isn't anything and the art looks okay especially in color but i don't know this is one of those things that we got to play by ear like i 
I'll read the first chapter to see like, hey, is this really like a terrible freaking series or is this something good? Like, I don't want to shit on it before it even has a chance to come out. But I will say that marketing wise, like my polo number three, you could have a hit on your hands or you could have a, a complete and utter dud. We got to wait to see. But the art looks all right. Again, it looks like early, like you just got into the magazine. This is how you start. And maybe again, if it lasts a long time, the art will morph into something a little bit more, you know, palatable i guess you could say okay next up people we got the top 50 selling manga of the week this was actually of last week's but they came in a little bit late and i couldn't get my hands on it in time however we're still going to take a look uh, rounding off number 50 is fire force volume 30 with 16,000, bringing its total to 132,000. moving forward again this is looking all right it looks like a nice variety of stuff black lagoon still in the top 50 with another 22,000, bringing it to 195 uh gigant i want to say is that from the same author I want to say it's probably from the same author as Gantz. Maybe I'm totally off on that. If it is from the author of Gantz, I want to say that I've actually really been interested in this work. He did, what was it, the Inuyashiki series, and that shit, the anime I, I watched, was a masterpiece. That shit was incredible. I wasn't the biggest Gantz fan, but I loved and adored uh, Inuyashiki, so I might check that out again, assuming that that's from the same author as Gantz. Hiroya Okun. I just checked out, and yeah, it's from the author of Gantz. I'm going to be checking that out, which, you know, it's not doing great in sales by any means, 22,400 in, in total right now, and only 22,000 as a debut, whatever, but uh, with an anime, maybe it'll boost or something like this. Author been hitting lately. Then 40 to 31, moving forward, My Hero still hanging in there at 37 with 25,000 this week. We got a few Tokyo Revengers volumes. Kaguya-sama dropping, but still hanging in there with another 26,000 this week. Then 30 to 21 um all tokyo revengers hey kind of crazy tokyo revengers still freaking dominating i'm curious to see what this list is going to be post tokyo revengers because there's only one more episode of tokyo revengers and then the anime is over and i want to say the manga is on its last legs too so i'm interested to see like three months from now what this is going to look like once tokyo revengers is done they might who knows i could see them doing a movie because it's so freaking popular and then 20 everything is tokyo revengers okay then and natsume Eugene Cho 27 special edition. I can't believe how insanely successful Tokyo Avengers is. Almost every volume is at a million right here and it did another. Yeah, it looks like about 30,000 people for the most part all went out and bought back volumes of Tokyo Avengers this week because it's all of them did about like 28,000 more or less. Okay, people and top 10 of the top 50 selling manga of the week. Number 10. I've never heard of this. Kujo no Taisai Three, okay, thirty-two thousand. Number nine, One Piece Volume ninety-nine with thirty-three thousand coming in at a total of one point seven five nine million copies. So that must be because Volume one hundred came out. A lot of people ran back and said, "Oh shit, Volume ninety-nine is out. Let's get some more of those as well. Why not?" Number eight, A Common Rider Volume. That's interesting. Number seven, Boruto Volume fifteen in three days. That's not too bad. Uh, fifty thousand six hundred thirty-one. Ah, uh, I mean, I, I wish it was like more than that, but for three days, we'll see next week what the sales are looking like for, for the latest Boruto volume, but that's not the greatest in the world, I'm gonna be honest with you, but it's not horrible neither, considering that's a V-jump title at this point. Um, Ao Ashi Brother... Brotherfoot 1, 54,000. What is that, a soccer manga? Never heard of it, to be honest with you. Number four, Look Back from the author of Chainsaw Man, 73,912. Dope stuff there. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, just seen Tatsu.
Kaiserowski, Fujimoto taking wins. I'm always here for it. Uh, number two, Kaiser number eight, volume four. Oh, wow. So this is the latest volume. 332,000 would have been number one. It would have been number one if it wasn't for the legend itself. One piece, volume 100, coming in at number one with 1.172 million copies. Insane. I love this top ten. I ain't going to lie. It has a nice variety. One piece, number one. Kaiju, number two. Look back, number four. Boruto there. Like, Got a nice little variety of stuff that I like in here. So, shout-outs to the top 10. Shout-outs to One Piece yet again, taking the massive W there. Kaiju number 8 right behind. Uh, yeah, the Boruto volume sales. I definitely wish it was double that, just being honest. Or even 75 to 80. But three days... Eh, we'll see next week what it's looking like. Moving forward, we got an update for The Adventures of Die, the latest Dragon Quest anime, which I ain't gonna lie, I'm about two episodes or one episode away from catching up with One Piece. As soon as I'm done with that, I'm gonna marathon Dragon Quest before the upcoming anime season starts, the fall season of anime, because I want to be caught up with this. I've heard nothing but great things, and then this visual and these updates for the upcoming Dragon Quest anime, it's very, very promising, and I've just heard positivity all around for it, but according to this, it says, Taichi Mukai performs new opening theme song for Dragon Quest The Adventure of Die anime. The official website for the new anime of Riku Sanjo and Koji Inada's Dragon Quest The Adventure of Die, Dragon Quest Die no Daibokin manga announced on Sunday that Taichi Mukai will perform the show's new opening theme song, Bravest. The song will debut in the show on October 2nd. The site also revealed a new visual for the anime entering into its second year of airing and this freaking visual looks incredible oh my god i can't wait to get back into it i ain't gonna lie like i want to say uh I, I just finished like uh the one crocodile motherfucker if i'm not mistaken like he tried to commit sepulchre or he jumped off of the castle or some shit like that's where i want to say i last seen which that was freaking epic in and of itself so i'm i'm behind by a lot but by golly i've really enjoyed dragon quest adventure of die so far and yeah i'm definitely catching up this visual it looks like it gets progressively darker as it continues and i just love the vibe again it, it reminded me early on i made a video a while back when it first started airing last year of yo it kind of reminds me of like a hunter hunter in a way and yeah it looks like it's gonna get darker as it goes kind of like hunter hunter I'm, I'm all here for it baby dragon quest adventures of die let's go you can definitely expect a video from me on that once i catch up okay people um unfortunate news another cancellation this one absolutely couldn't be helped absolutely understandable um it's saddening but nevertheless it had to be done with the passing of the late great kentaro Miura, author of berserk he had another spinoff that was under his tutelage where his studio gaga was handling it duranki well apparently Apparently, it's been officially canceled. It says, Duranki, drafted by Berserk creator Kentaro Miura. So basically, he would do the drafts and then let his crew handle the rest of it. And drawn by his assistant of Studio Gaga, is officially canceled as confirmed in Young Animal Zero issue number 10. The collective volume will include all unpublished material too. So everything that they were working on. And they had a little letter there. And <clears throat> it just really sucks. I wouldn't be surprised though. I'm just saying. I wouldn't be surprised if the reason they're canceling this is that maybe in the background they're figuring out what's the next move for berserk like duranki was just a, a project of passion like i want to say that that was done based on like hey we have this cool idea we got the studio now a whole bunch of people to work on it let's do something else in between berserk so that we could all get paid at the same time to be able to continue to work on berserk because remember kentaro Biura was only publishing like two to three chapters maybe four uh, a year of berserk his studio gaga in order to, for them to keep on going i'd imagine they needed work 
So probably Duranki was the answer to that as well, on top of the fact that they probably had fun doing this one. It kind of looks like a wackier version of Berserk art-wise and shit like that. So I'm imagining they're going to take that manpower, and if they're going to continue Berserk moving forward, considering they didn't officially cancel Berserk, they said they don't got no information at this time, they're probably going to use whatever was set and left behind by Kentaro Miro of, hey, this is how Berserk is going to go, and take Studio Gaga and have them work on that, opposed to, you know, splitting it with Duranki. It wouldn't make sense. Like, nobody really is that invested in Duranki. Everybody is invested in Berserk. Take that manpower because you're going to need everybody you have to make this masterpiece Berserk, you know, continue on. Even in the most minuscule fashion of living up to what Kentaro Miura set behind because Kentaro Miura, you know, his art, his, his style, everything about it, his storytelling was out of this world 10 out of 10. So you're going to need everybody you can get. And it's unfortunate, but Duranki, um, it had to be done. And yeah, I definitely want to check it out. I remember I read a little bit of the first chapter and I was like, uh, I, I, uh, I don't know. Just because it was like really long and like I was still catching up, you know, with Berserk. Like I'm still catching up with Berserk. I never actually stood officially caught up with Berserk because of the irregular releases. So I was always like, I, I want to always have a bunch of Berserk to catch up whenever I want to and to be able to marathon and binge read. So I was never even caught up with Berserk. So I was like, yo, if I'm not even caught up with Berserk, why am I going to be, you know, reading this dude? Donkey manga, but yeah, do donkey canceled moving forward we got a big update from my hero academia world heroes mission film apparently once again it is number one according to this article courtesy of anime news network it says my hero academia film returns to number one my hero academia the movie world heroes mission the third anime film in the my hero academia franchise rolls from number four to number one in its sixth weekend the film earned about 1.4 million dollars from friday to sunday and has earned a cumulative total of $26.4 million. The film sold 101,000 tickets over the weekend and has sold 2.13 million tickets as of Sunday. The film is the highest earning among all three My Hero Academia franchise anime films, surpassing the 1.79 billion yen, about $16.2 million by current conversion of the second film, My Hero Academia Heroes Rising. The film opened in August 6th. So yeah, kind of crazy my hero yet again number one it dropped number four is going back to number one so you can definitely see that the fans are really supporting it it already outdid heroes rising which i don't know man i haven't seen the film yet i'm gonna go check it out i want to say they said next month if i'm not mistaken it'll be over here in u.s theaters i'm gonna go check it out and shit but you got some tall shoes to fill for heroes rising especially like some of the epic fights towards the end of heroes rising that shit was awesome i don't know if they're gonna be able to match up to the level of intensity i mean for crying out loud for the ending of heroes rising that was a part of what originally he had for the ending of the actual serialized manga so you know how are you going to be able to fill those shoes i don't know but clearly people are loving it it's number one yet again craziness but shout outs to my hero academia world heroes mission i'm not the fondest of that film because i always feel like they could have taken that manpower and used it somewhere else like i don't know the tv anime i'm just saying but nevertheless world heroes mission number one yet again <laughs> i'm gonna watch the film okay i'm gonna support it leave me alone next up Kaiba's briefcase. No. <laughs> I said I had an interesting or whatever story regarding Yu-Gi-Oh! and Kaiba. Well, apparently they're selling Kaiba's briefcase. According to this article, courtesy of Crunchyroll, Kaiba's iconic Yu-Gi-Oh! briefcase goes up for sale for a series' 25th anniversary. It's been 25 years since the original Yu-Gi-Oh! manga series was serialized in the pages of Weekly Shonen Jump, coming to us from the mind of Kazuki Takahashi. And to celebrate, Konami and announced yesterday that they will be bringing Kaiba's iconic briefcase to 
life. All three Blue Eyes White Dragons and Kaiba's personal deck included in their original OCG forms. And I ain't gonna lie, the, the Yu-Gi-Oh nerd in me that absolutely adored and worshipped Yu-Gi-Oh is kind of hype about this. Like, I'm, you know, goofing off and shit, but this looks really cool for, again, if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh fan and you loved it and you remember, like, even looking at that visual of Kaiba with his briefcase and shit, that did had, you know, it had you in the moment. Uh, the 25th anniversary Ultimate Kaiba set opens up to the three blue eyes white dragon cards on display and a removable plaque just in case you don't want to be Kaiba for the day. Once removed, the briefcase opens up to the rest of Kaiba's deck as well as room for hundreds of other decks. Though the Kaiba set comes in at a Kaiba price, the entire set in Japan is 33,000 yen, about 300 bucks, with pre-orders starting on September 24th until October 31st for an April 2022 release. To see the case in action, watch it in the first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think for $300 I will be picking this up. I think I'll be buying the briefcase uh, itself for probably $19.99 somewhere. And I'll stick three blue eyes in there and pretend I'm Kaiba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, $300. Like, I'm sure as a collector's item, this will probably be worth like 10, 20 years from now. A lot of money. Just keeping it real. So if you are interested in like, you know, saving it and holding it off, which uh, that don't sound like a bad idea. I should take my own advice. But yeah, I don't know about $300 for this, fam. Like, what am I going to do? Hey, I'm a grown-ass man. Check out my fucking briefcase, bro. You know what I got in this bitch? I I got more than just assault rifles and weapons, fam. I got blue eyes white dragon, bitch. I don't know. <laughs> okay, people, next up, I gotta just keep it real. Attack on Titan, it's a trash can. It's a dumpster. It is garbage. According to this article with the dumpsters that they're selling of Attack on Titan. These Attack on Titan trash cans were made to swallow garbage instead of humans. That's why it swallowed the ending of Attack on- No! <laughs> Normally, when you see the gaping maw of a titan from Attack on Titan, you turn tail and run. Thanks to a new recycling and urban sanitation initiative in Japan, however, you'll be running towards these titans to dispose of your waste in an environmentally conscious manner. That is insane that they're worried about the environment so much that they're putting Attack on Titan trash cans around. And, oh, there's a politician there, so this is a political move. These Kyojin Gata Gomibako, or Titan-shaped trash cans, are part of the Change for the Blue project, which has Coca-Cola Japan teaming up with local officials to install receptacles next to vending machines and convenience stores to encourage citizens to toss litter at Titans instead of somewhere unsanitary or environmentally unsound. The trash can pictured was installed in Oita City, much like some similar Attack on Titan recycling bins, which were used to collect bottles earlier this year. It doesn't look weird at all. This is what it takes to promote a cleaner environment. Why not? Let's just hope they don't spring to life if they ever run out of trash to devour. Ha ha ha. Uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. Um, if this was over, like, yo, back in Brooklyn, fam, back in Brooklyn, motherfuckers is picking that shit up and taking that shit home. I ain't gonna lie, yo. Not giving a fuck what cameras or nothing. If this was at my home over in Brooklyn, motherfuckers is lifting that Kyojin up and walking home with that shit. But, yeah, Attack on Titan is, uh, is a trash can, fam. No, but people don't mistake. It was all a part of the joke. I love Attack on Titan despite my, uh, discontent with the ending of it. Just gotta be clear about that because some people, for no world, was calling Attack on Titan trash. Like, shut up. Moving forward, an update for a series that now I gotta check it out because holy shit, like, it's been lately one thing after another. It's getting an anime, it got this announcement, that announcement. Now it said World's End Harem series, including digital and spin-offs, has 7 million copies in circulation. 7 million copies, they got an anime coming. I gotta see what all the buzz is about. To be honest with you, though, I've heard some wild shit, so I'm kinda like, do I wanna check it out? I don't know, it sounds borderline head tie, I'm just saying. 
But yeah, World's End Harem. Mm, looking a little spicy there, lad. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Shout outs to people that have been telling me for a while, like, yo, Fenev, you need to check out World End's, uh, World's End Harem. Um, it, it looks high. I, I don't know. Seven million copies. There is a fan base out there for it. So it's just a small update there if you're a World's End Harem fan. Moving forward, we got the top 10 selling series of the week. Again, don't be confused with the top 50 that was from last week. This is a top 10 selling series, not volume series, of this week. Uh, coming in at number 10 with Kimetsu no Yaiba, 73,000. Number 7, Look Back, the one-shot manga from the author of Chainsaw Man uh, with 80,000. Not bad. Uh, number 6, Jujutsu Kaisen, 92,000. Still doing big things. Uh, number 5, Natsumi's Book of Friends, 103,000. 4, My Hero Academia, 146,000. Craziness. But then... Number three, Kaiju number eight, Jump Plus, baby. We here, uh, 218,000 this week. Um, and then top two, One Piece on, a, on its second week with volume 100, uh, 542,000. That's not for only volume 100. That's a cumulative of everything sold this week for One Piece. And then number one, Tokyo Avengers doubling um, number three spot or tripling number three spot with 619 or 612,000 for Tokyo Avengers. It's Tokyo Avengers. Right now, it's on a very big high of crazy shit. But yeah, that's the top 10 selling series of the week. Moving forward, we got a small update for Kochikame. In case you don't know, Kochikame was one of the, it might be still the longest running manga in Weekly Shonen Jump magazine. It says, Kochikame will be publishing a new special chapter to commemorate the release of Volume 201 in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 43. Um, Yeah, Kochikame, that's crazy. The, the author's still like, I can tell that probably Kochikame was I don't want to say forced but kind of forced out the door because it looks like the author any chance he gets he still draws more Kochikame it was either that silently he wanted to go away but every now and then he gets the urge to draw more or something there because fam like it's the longest running manga in Shonen Jump's history if I'm not mistaken and dude is still trying to draw more he probably got to be at least like in the 60s or 70s and he still want to draw more Kochikame or maybe medically he couldn't do it like physically he couldn't do the weekly grind anymore but he still loves doing it so he does it every now and then I don't know but shout out to Kochikame yet again another special chapter if you're a Kochikame fan here you go. Then, next up, this story, um, I've seen a little bit of a backlash of people being upset about this because, according to this, Jump Festa 2022 will be held both in person and online on December 18th and 19th. Nobody said anything about that. Uh, but the following series will receive super stages at the festival. One Piece, of course. <laughs> I'm sure like we're going to get the big announcement. Uh, by then, I think we'll be at episode 1000, if I'm not mistaken. So probably, I'm guessing the next movie will be announced there. And whatever else, you know, goodies and stuff they're doing. My Hero Academia. I don't know what they would be announcing there at a super stage at this point. Maybe like some um, voice acting over some of the latest chapters or some announcements there. Uh, maybe the, the manga might be at a time skip by that point. Who the hell knows? Uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba, that's probably going to be just to promote season two because it'll be ongoing at that particular point. Jujutsu Kaisen, it'll be around the time for Jujutsu Kaisen Zero's film to come out. So it'll probably be pushing that. And Dr. Stone, that'll probably be for the next season of the anime. People are pissed off because... There's no Black Clover at this stage. There's no Boruto at this stage. There are a lot of series that are not present for a super stage at this one. But in particular, the one like Boruto, uh, you know, what, what really do they probably have to announce at this point? Dragon Ball Super, I guess, probably. I think there's still going to be a stage there, just not a super stage. Black Clover is the main one that I understand people being pissed off. Like, wait, 
isn't there a film in production right now? Y'all don't got nothing to say about it. Like, it seems like all of these series are the ones that have, like, some type of anime thing coming for it. Again, One Piece is ongoing. My Hero is ongoing. Kimetsu no Yaiba. Well, no. Yeah, Kimetsu no Yaiba Season 2. Jujutsu Kaisen's film coming. And I'm sure they're already working on Season 2. Or they're at the very least in pre-production. And Dr. Stone's next season is on the way as well. But... Black Clover, it's, it got a film coming, right? Like, even though I don't have an ongoing anime and no future for the ongoing TV anime as, at this time, yeah, it kind of sucks. So we might not even have a big update for the Black Clover film. That really is a bummer. And I can definitely see why some fans would be mad. I, I, I'm mad a little bit, like, so we're not going to get nothing about, like, what, what was the point of even announcing it? It must have been a last-minute decision around the time the TV anime was ending. Like, well, let's give it one more try. We'll do, like, a, a movie. Maybe it was supposed to be, like, another filler arc that they had to contractually, you know, solve. And instead they were like, well, instead of doing all these episodes for another filler arc or something to continue it or to wrap up the contract, let's just turn it into a film. I don't know what the hell happened there, but, yeah, Black Clover, um, no super stage for it. Bummer. Then we got a couple of pieces of small news for starters for me and Roboco. It will be collaborating with the Family Mart chain to release a special Christmas cake this upcoming winter. That's not a big deal at all, I'll be honest with you. That's like page uh, 158 on the magazine or some shit all the way in the back. Like, um, okay, me and Roboco, a cake, why not? Then To Love Rue by Kentaro Yabuki, who's also doing Ayakashi Triangle right now, but his previous series, To Love Rue, will be holding its first original exhibition on November 6th at Tokyo Solomaki, which, what? Why? Like, first of all, you got Ayakashi Triangle, so you would ideally want that, but also... To Love Rue was like a fan service filled show. Like it was a comedy fan service show. Like what are you gonna Hey look at the characters, big boobs right here, and how the boobs look even bigger and shinier there? Like Japan, fam. Japan. Like seriously, what the fuck? <laughs> and then for Mission Yozakura fans, apparently Mission Yozakura family will be getting two consecutive color pages to commemorate the second anniversary of the series and weekly shonen jump issue number 43 and 44. I've seen a lot of really dope Mission Yozakura art floating around of like different really cool things that are happening in the manga right now. Um, at some point I would love to get into it just there's so many things I need to watch and read right now especially with the upcoming fall season right around the corner but yeah Yozakura uh, family two years in the magazine second anniversary that's crazy yeah about time I want to say that the anime is going to show up at some point probably sometime next year and maybe the anime will be either like the way I get into the series or the big kick that I need to get into the manga I don't know okay people next up the TOC is here if you don't know what that is it's the Shonen Jump rankings of how the series were ranked this week in the upcoming magazine and for issue number 42 the upcoming issue apparently this week yet again um towards the bottom red hood at number 13 and the only one under it is Nero, which is another series that i want to say was serialized in the week after like so red hood came out let's just say one week and then the following week Nero came out and Nero this time is dead last i'm not sure if Nero has had enough chapters. i want to say yeah because if red hood already had enough chapters to rank last week or, or the week before that then probably Nero as well and Nero is ranking dead last as well which honestly I could see both of them getting cancelled I could see Red Hood getting the axe and Nero getting the axe which I pray that Red Hood doesn't I'm not a big Nero fan I'm not gonna lie I, I only gave it the first chapter and I wasn't fond of the first chapter it kind of felt a little bit like uh, not my speed per se I love Red Hood though and it'll be a shame if Red Hood goes and honestly it'll be a shame if Nero goes because I see a small little cult fandom uh, forming for Nero as well a lot of people saying like yo this first full martial arts series in a long time and shonen jump it needs to stay but it's not looking great for both of them and to be honest with you i could see both of them getting canceled it's a shame because there's probably some series in jump that 
it, at the very least, Red Hood. I know for a fact I'm way more excited about Red Hood than I am about like Magu Chan or High School Family or Witch Watch. Like I'm way more hyped for that, and I see way more fandom over here in the West at the very least for those series. But it looks like the Japanese aren't rocking with Niru either. Red Hood and Niru both 13 and 14 at the bottom, and One Piece doesn't count because it's absent. They're just showing that it's absent. And uh, yeah, shame. Looks like potentially both of them are going to go at the very least i could see one of them so red hood or nero one of them are going to go it might be both and it's crazy because it looks like that whole serialized round is leaving the magazine like they're getting rid of everything that was serialized around that time candy flurry red hood nero like nuts okay people next up just a small update on the upcoming v jump november 2021 cover uh it looks really dope it looks like they're pushing that uh demon slayer agenda because they got the flame hashira rengoku alongside of course the main character tanjiro on the cover which again by that point the anime season two will be underway so people are going to be picking up everything I, I wouldn't be surprised if they got demon slayer on the cover of like damn near every shueisha related magazine around that time because they're probably with high expectations that with season two of the anime people are going to run out and buy everything demon slayer related and it kind of looks like a cool cover for the most part it's nothing groundbreaking but hey we got the flame hashira on there then moving forward we got a little update on dragon ball uh heroes or super dragon ball heroes the anime this one i wanted to talk about just because it's kind of cool so what i want to say the latest episode of super dragon ball heroes it said super dragon ball heroes big bang mission episode 17 so this is the latest episode of the dragon ball heroes anime and in it it has a transformation that looks really really hype um it's a shame because it looks like we'll probably never see if it's happening in heroes now i don't see a lot of these things happening in the actual you know tv anime when dragon ball uh super returns or the films or anything like that but super saiyan 3 rose full power black goku black super saiyan 3 rose which it's absolutely insane um i'm shocked that he's even like they're, they're even allowed to do things like this the art looks great he looks buff as hell like this looks awesome goku black was one of the best villains if not the best villain of dragon ball super as a whole so to see him in superheroes he looks dope this super saiyan 3 rose shit looks insane also i noticed that is that frieza and cooler together or some shit that's kind of interesting considering the rumors about cooler being in the next film so i don't know honestly i feel like Super Dragon Ball Heroes, they really waste a lot of concepts and ideas that could be executed in Dragon Ball Super. Like, they, they focus on doing everything you could possibly think of in the Super Dragon Ball Heroes anime that they're wasting ideas that could be fresh and exciting for stuff to come to Dragon Ball Super. And not saying that necessarily that Goku Black is a fresh idea, because obviously it was already done in Super, but if they were to want to bring him back, now it's like, oh, didn't Super Heroes just do that shit? So it's kind of a bummer when I see that happen. Uh, I'd imagine that's due to probably a deal that they have with Bandai Namco for the video games and stuff but yeah Super Saiyan 3 rose full powered Goku Black looks insane would have loved it for Dragon Ball Super itself like Goku Black Returns that would have been even if it's a mini exciting arc even if it was a filler in Dragon Ball Super when the anime returns I'm just saying like Goku Black was awesome I would have loved to see him return but yeah the character design looks dope and everything about it just looks it looks really epic I don't know if I'll watch it to be honest with you because I have like no interest in the Super Dragon Ball Heroes anime but yeah, Goku Black. Nay. <laughs> Next up, people, we got some very big news for Gundam fans. There's a new Gundam movie and a new Gundam TV anime coming out. Craziness. Because Sunrise, I, I want to say they haven't done a Gundam TV series like that in a while. Uh, according to this, it says, Gundam franchise to release new TV anime, The Witch from Mercury, and film Kukuru's Don's Island in 2022. Three anime projects were announced at the second Gundam conference streamed today on September 15th, including a new TV anime series entitled Mobile Suit Gundam The 
Witch from Mercury, and a new anime film, Mobile Suit Gundam, Kukuru's Dawn's Island. Both of them are scheduled to be released in 2022. Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury, will be the Gundam anime franchise's first TV series in seven years since Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans in 2015 to 2017. No further information has been revealed yet, except that it will broadcast on TV in 2022. As its title suggests, Mobile Suit Gundam, Kukuru's Dawn's Island, is based on the first Mobile Suit Gundam TV anime's 15th episode of the same name, which was aired in Japan on July 14, 1979. The first series character design chief, animation director Yoshikazu Yasuhiko, will serve as the director. No details have been revealed other than that it is scheduled for theatrical release in 2022. In addition, a nine-chapter special edition of Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans will be aired in the spring of 2022 to coincide with the release of the Iron-Blooded Orphans G smartphone app. During the broadcast, a part of the latest work, Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans Roar Hunt by the reunited staff of the Iron-Blooded Orphans TV series will be also introduced. I ain't gonna lie, I wouldn't mind seeing a Gundam like film. I don't know about a TV anime at this point. Like, I'm not the biggest Gundam fan in the world for like another TV anime right now, but um, I could go for a Gundam film. That would be kind of dope. And it's dope that they're actually putting more Gundam out there. So shout outs to that, considering that they haven't done one, a, a TV series in seven years, which Iron-Blooded Orphans... I've heard nothing but praise for that series, and I've seen like they had it on Toonami a million times. So if you're a big Gundam fan, 2022 is going to be a great time to be a Gundam fan. Okay, next up, this was a very odd story. I was shocked. I was puzzled. I was like, why? This must be like a, a project of passion or some shit like that, because this can't just be like, oh yeah, we're trying to make shit happen. According to this, it says, Hirohiko Araki's Mashonen BT is getting a 51-page sequel one-shot by the Mizu Posca, The Promised Neverland, and Nisio Scene, which will be published in Ultra Jump issue number 11. And the art from it looks old as shit. So this is probably, I wouldn't be surprised, maybe something from like the 80s, early 90s, somewhere around there. Let me double check so people don't bug out on me. From what I see right here alone, it looks like this was made in 1984. So you're doing a sequel to a one-shot that was, What? A 51-page sequel to a one-shot from 1984? This must be that they're just a big fan of it. They came to jump with the idea, said, hey, come on, it's a quaint little project. Why not? I want to keep on working. This is dope. And Hirohiko Araki, I don't even know. I'm, I'm just kind of really puzzled. Like, I'm going to probably check it out. But, like, if it's a sequel, how the hell am I going to get my hands on the one-shot from 84? They probably will have to publish that in the Ultra Jump issue number 10 or in the same issue and then jump from that to that because, like, how... Who the fuck read in 1984 Ma Shonen by Hirohiko Araki? Don't get me wrong. I've watched every JoJo and shit, but I haven't went back to his one-shots from 84. And it's not that I'm upset. It's just this is a really bizarre move. Like, really... JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, a really bizarre move. Why not? Let's see how it goes. Okay, people, and last story of the episode. Naoki Urasawa, legendary author, did Monster, Pluto, 20th Century Boys, is making a major move that he has not done in his entire career. According to this, Naoki Urasawa, author of Monster, 20th Century Boys, will publish a new one-shot titled Dr. Tokuro Dokuro no Saigo in Grand Jump issue number 23 out November 2nd, 2021. And it will be the first time that the legendary, and I'm going to keep on saying the legendary, Naoki Urasawa is published in a Shueisha magazine. I ain't going to lie. That's crazy. Grand Jump. I wonder if this is a test. I wonder if like they had a meeting with him like, yo, 
you've done legendary stuff. Maybe you could do something cool. And I don't see Naoki Urasawa in weekly Shonen Jump. It would be interesting, very interesting, if he went to Jump Plus. Give him a sweet, a sweetheart deal. And Jump Plus, where he gets a lot of money for, you know, his work and shit like that. Because he deserves it. He's iconic. He has a name that is going to bring people, let alone just for his name. Put him in Jump Plus with an irregularly scheduled series at his own pace, own convenience. And let him cook. And I guarantee you that it will bring a lot more attention to Jump Plus because it's now Kurosawa. This is very interesting. Uh, him in a Shueisha magazine. Wow. I, I would love to see what comes from this, if anything else. Like, I'm going to keep an eye out for it. I wouldn't mind reading this. Naoki Urasawa, legendary author. Legendary. And yes, people, those are all the stories we have for today's episode. I am very curious what you guys think. The Weekly Shonen Jump author comments, of course, as always, a riot. Black Clover's popularity poll. Um, interesting results. Honestly, I didn't disagree with them as much as I thought I would. One Piece 100 views poster. Insane stuff. I want that shit in physical form. Uh, One Piece every volume selling a million copies like what the new pppppp preview hey <laughs> i don't know uh top 50 selling manga uh the new dragon quest die visual that shit looks sick and I, I gotta get back into that uh duranki unfortunately officially canceled from the creator of berserk bummer more than just a bummer it's very tragic and sad like i need to be clear that's not just bummer like that is some sad shit. Real, real talk. Like, I'm sure that that was something else that he enjoyed. And it sucks that it has to go to the wayside because of, you know, his passing. My Hero Academia movie going number one again. Kaiba's briefcase. <laughs> Attack on Titan as a dumpster. Oh, people are going to take that out of context. Uh, World's End, 7 million copies. Top 10 selling series of the week. Uh, Kochikami getting a special chapter. Uh, the Jump Festa Super Stage is not having a Black Clover stage. Very interesting. Um, me and Roboco cake who cares <laughs> to love rue event mission yozaku the second year anniversary uh niru and red hood bottom two in the weekly shonen jump rankings no bueno no bueno uh the v jump cover with rengoku on it can't wait for that or shall i say i can't wait for season two of you know the anime super saiyan 3 rose full power dragon ball superheroes anime new gundam movie and tv anime uh hirohiko araki's one shot and or the sequel to a one shot mad bizarre uh, from the 80s and, and the Urasawa Naoki Urasawa's one shot his first appearance in a Shueisha publication and your thoughts on any of the stories we covered in today's episode but that's all I have for this one thanks for watching hope you enjoyed if you liked anything I had to say or enjoyed the video drop me a like I'd greatly appreciate it and if you want more from me make sure to subscribe follow me on Twitter Instagram hit that bell to get all notifications and if you want to follow any of my other social media links in the description below i'm from that world and as always people have an awesome day and remember the golden rule anime and manga for life bye have an awesome day peace in and you guys just watched another episode of have an awesome day <laughs>